Legend has it that it was written by the Dark One. The box. You opened it. We came. Where are you going? Gotta return some video. Have you heard about this videotape that kills you when you watch it? And as soon as it's over, your phone rings. Someone knows you've watched it. And what they say is... that question to myself okay who killed that man and what's happened you were there michael you know exactly what you did <laughs> all these fucking bernie sanders memes oh, i know i don't even know where it came from the inauguration why is it so funny just like an old man <laughs> i don't know why it caught up but i find it funny the way they're just like photoshopping them into different things i think the thing that I saw with Resident Evil 8 having Orson Welles is way better. What? Resident Evil 8, the new game coming out, has Orson Welles in it. Oh. Oh, yeah, yeah. From his French Champagne commercial. Oh, the French Champagne. (laughs) Pas Paul Masson. I don't know what that is. You haven't seen that commercial? That's what I posted on Instagram, right? There's a picture from Resident Evil 8 and Orson <laughs> Welles. And then listen to this guy from the commercial. Ready? Okay. It's Orson Welles. <laughs> Is Orson Welles still alive? He's dead, right? Fuck no. No. Why did my flashlight turn on? I told it to go on silent and I turned on my flashlight. I, I, that's what I'm fucking saying about this shit. It's time to switch to Apple. Turn on silent. That isn't a supported function. <laughs> fucking serious? This is such a... Oh, it has three cameras on it? Uh, yeah. That's cool. I guess so. I, I'm just so freaking stubborn about switching over to Apple, man. But uh, the camera's cooler looking. I never use the cameras. So I don't really care about the cameras that much. I never take pictures. Yeah, of but anything. you need to. You need to start doing more on your Instagram. I'm doing a lot on Instagram, I thought. <laughs> you're not using hashtags. Like I told oh, you you're right. That's why no one's right. seeing your stuff. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'll use hashtags, I guess. I forgot about those. Yeah, you need to. I'm not used to using hashtags. No. Are we, Get used are to we it. recording? Yeah. Okay, cool. I was going to say, this is something that maybe we should record. <laughs> we'll talk about the beers we like, too. Yeah, we're definitely going to be talking about beer. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I want to do what I would love to do is somebody that comments in like that is ask them to like do a zoom meeting or like you know just like call in or something we could be completely like you know civil about it but I right. I think it'd be cool to just like talk to somebody that hates us before well, the thing is nameless faceless people on YouTube people that just have accounts with no picture and shit yeah they'll never do something like that that's true they're safe behind the keyboard yeah they're, so they're just spewing their shit yeah they're just mad because we hated Hellraiser 2. Right. They're the, they are the, the, the queefs that we talked about that, that write those three paragraph fucking Tolkien oh, the, long the reports on, on Amazon. Amazon. <laughs> so yeah, you got that much time or you're that concerned about this that yeah. you're going to take that much time. Yeah. We offended him that much. Yeah. It happens, I guess. 
When you put your opinion out there, you're going to get something back. Yeah, which I'm fully open for. Trust me. I would have been a lot happier if it was a little bit more constructive, though. Like, maybe you can do this or that, but this was just like, you guys suck. (laughs) Nobody cares. (laughs) Nobody cares. It's like, cool, you're speaking Do more (laughs) research. It's like, all right, we're doing this for fun, and research is not fun, first of all. First of all, if it was a movie where there was something to research... Mm Mm-hmm. There would have been research, like there is in every episode. It's just that. Because all we did was we we watched the first movie, we watched the second movie, then we commented how the the second (laughs) movie didn't really follow the first movie. So tell me what research we need. Which we also state we're not trying to be dickheads about it. Yeah. The second movie just sucks balls. Yeah, and we said if there's a different opinion, let us know. Yeah. What did we miss? And he never even said Mm -hmm. his opinion about Hellraiser and why it was good. No. So as you. It's because there's nothing to defend. There's nothing to defend. He just likes. He just. He just likes it. There's nothing to actually say why it's not anything we said. Yeah. (laughs) But that makes me feel happy. We've we've made it on the map. We touched someone on an emotional (laughs) level. Yes, we've we've, we've touched somebody. (laughs) If we can touch one person out there, let us touch you. Sounds creepy when I say. (laughs) (laughs) Let us touch you like Edward Furlong didn't do in this movie. Brain scan. Yes. Uh, anyway, this is Due by Midnight, yeah, episode one. five. Due I'm by Forest. And it's the horror Due by Midnight podcast. Not the one that teaches you how to properly use your time during college or something. Yeah, yeah. Well, okay, we're going we'll to get into that. We're going to get into that. I didn't know when you wanted to get into that, so I was well, kind of introducing I want to talk about it at the end. At the end of this podcast, stick around because we have some, as the kids like to call it now, tea. To spill. They they call it tea. Oh, for the, the twisted tea? No, they call it tea, like drama now. What? Yeah. I, like mm, spilling the tea. I just found this out like a day ago. Who the hell drinks tea nowadays? Like iced tea, I guess. But well, like, I mean, but tea. That's terms cool. are so weird now. I don't know. We're fucking old now, dude. Yeah. We're old. Yeah. <laughs> I just. I gossip just gossip is called. Kids talking about tea. <laughs> gossip is called tea now. Okay. So. Well then. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. Terms have changed. Yeah, but tea's a stupid one. Well, that's how you know you're getting old, right? When you're just like, that's so stupid. For Clint Eastwood. In my day. Gran Torino. (laughs) Get off my grass or lawn. Lawn, yeah. Yeah. Which I understand that, man. When you you put a lot of effort into your lawn and somebody walks all over it. Or has their dog shit on it. Yeah, and then they put like their, their tools and then... Like, they have their kids throw their trash on your lawn. Yeah, it's not good, you know? No. I lived in the ghetto. <laughs> <laughs> Working on their crackhead cars. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that was a fun time in my life. Uh, anyway, again, welcome to the Do By Midnight podcast. Yeah, we're happy that you're here. Episode we're 5. Happy that we're here. I'm Forrest. I'm Brett. And we are back for Brain Scan. Brain Scan. And as, as you can tell, our, our mood's a lot happier than the last one. Way better. Way better. Way better. Way better. Brain Scan, 1994. 1994. The year my brother was born. I think that was a good good year. I was uh, 11. 11? I had fun when I was 11, I think. I think I was like 8. I was climbing trees. <laughs> <laughs> Where are my fucking notes? There we are. There we are. Got a lot of notes on this one. All right. 
So, Brain Scan, 1994. This is a Canadia film, a Canada film. <laughs> Canadia film. <laughs> <laughs> Canadian film, yeah, eh? Yeah, shot in Quebec. Oh, Quebec. okay. Huh. Because we were actually wondering, like, where was this? Like, where was this supposed to take place? I wonder if it's actually supposed to take place in Canada, because they never reference like, they anywhere don't. that they, uh, The, the they way are. it looks, it looks like it would be any kind of Midwestern, I guess, yeah, I area, like, like Seattle or some was, shit. It looks really nice. Like, the whole area, there's lots of trees and greenery and nice houses everywhere. And we, we kind of commented on the houses and mm-hmm. how these kids are all rich. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Dude. Anyone that I think has seen this movie would know that these Edward Furlong and his friend and the the girlfriend of the movie obviously are living the fucking magazine nineties room that every kid dreamed yeah. of as a kid. Fucking huge amps and speakers, computers with fucking foreheads. A like freaking a... AI that recognizes the voice better than my own <laughs> Galaxy Note twenty. <laughs> <laughs> and you can program it to be Igor from a fucking uh, uh, scary movie. Yeah. That's fucking awesome. That's cool. You have your voicemail saying, no, my master is busy. Yeah. <laughs> That's fucking sweet. It is. It's very cool. And, uh, yeah. yeah. This room is at the very top level. At the attic. Yeah. What kid was going to be given a fucking attic room with, with a, a fridge? Fridge and a and a kitchen. And, and a you blender. Know, a kitchenette area. Yeah. <laughs> and that fucking bubble machine thing. Yeah. I, it's a freaking cool room. Like yeah. I, I would like to have my living room set up like that. That's sick. I gotta like, get one of those big bubblers. That's sick, dude. Those things. Every time I went into Spencer's, those things were like. I don't know. They just left you in awe for like a couple <laughs> minutes because they're so fucking they're cool. cool. They're cool. And all it is is bubbles going in, in water. water. It's so simple, but it looks futuristic it looks as really fuck. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> it's like we're living in the Matrix. Yeah. Uh, brain scan. Edward Furlong, mm-hmm. who we all know from Terminator 2, Judgment Day. Yes. One of the greatest sequels in sci-fi action movies ever. One of the few sequels in any genre where a sequel is better than the, the actual movie, you know? Terminator 2 is the best out of the series. Yeah, I would agree. I, re- I really, really love the first one. The first one is... Yeah, the first one's cool, definitely. The, the first one of, of Terminator, I feel like, was stronger as far as setting up how desperate the situation was that there's no getting away from this fucking machine. Mm-hmm. It's going to do anything it can to get you. And in the second one, it takes the machine that was so fucking crazy and amplifies it by making them liquid metal. Yeah. <laughs> and that's what was so cool about it, was because you never, like, as far as the you know, graphics go and stuff like that. You you didn't really see anything like that up until that point, no, you know? No. This thing walking through, uh, you know, gel bars and stuff uh-huh. like that. And just how cool it looked. You would take bullets and then they would just, like, heal up automatically. You <laughs> never saw anything like that. That I, <laughs> that I remember, at least. You never saw anything that was like that at all as far as computer-generated, uh, whatever you call that, CGI. Yeah, I agree. So Edward Furlong played Michael Bauer, the guy, the the kid that we kept on forgetting his name. His name yeah. is super forgettable, even though they say it about a yeah, billion times. Say Michael a ton. I don't know if it was Bauer his last name, but they say Michael a lot. Yeah. Uh, Edward Furlong's movies. Could you name any other movie that you've seen him in besides Terminator Two? No, and that's what <laughs> I was asking you. Like, what did he ever do <laughs> so, besides this and Terminator? 
so there were there's a bunch of movies that I've seen of his that are not good. Okay. Uh, Pet Cemetery Two. Okay, I never saw that. Fucking horrible movie. <laughs> it is absolute dog shit. Absolute dog shit. But the one thing I do remember <clears throat> from being a kid is going to Universal Studios. And Universal Studios had, like, the unofficial uh, Terminator 3 story, mm-hmm. but in 3D, as, like, a 3D sit-in ride. Okay. <clears throat> it was called T2, the 3D Battle Across Time. And it was a special short little movie thing that they filmed with uh, the original lady who played Sarah Connor and him and Arnold Schwarzenegger and... Uh, What's his face? Not Michael Bay. I don't want James Cameron. <laughs> okay. James Cameron filmed and directed the whole thing, and they did it all for Universal Studios. It was oh, fucking God. awesome. I remember that as a kid. It was one of the coolest things I remember being there, aside from Backdraft at the time. Did you ever go to Universal Studios? Yeah, that's what I was about to say. Like I heard so much about Universal Studios. I think the last time I was there was when I was like two. Like, I literally oh don't God. remember it at all. I've just been there in person as far as my body's been there, but I actually don't remember anything about it. Man, and I, I hear it's pretty freaking cool. Sucks. What you just said right there kind of shows. That sucks. I feel happens. bad for you because none of that shit exists anymore. Yeah, yeah. Backdraft's gone. Terminator's gone. The only thing that still kind of exists from when I Jaws. remember is... Jaws is gone. King Kong Jaws is, is gone? King really? Kong that's is... Like, that's Kong is gone. Yeah. yeah, Kong is gone too. The only thing that still remains, like the two things that, that I remember, is the Psycho House and um, Jurassic Park. Okay, I can see Jurassic Park being there. Jurassic Park should always stay there. So, Edward Furlong was also in American History X. He was. Yeah, he plays the little the little brother of. Um, oh, he's bald though. The white suprem- yeah, yeah, he's the white okay. supremacist yeah, kid. Yeah, yeah. You know what? That didn't even connect in my head. But now that I'm thinking about it, he totally is. Yeah, Yeah, that's why I said in the movie. That's okay. That's why you referenced. Yeah, that's why I referenced. (laughs) He's also in Detroit Rock City. Remember that movie? Yeah, yeah, I do remember that. Okay, I I always forget he's in that. I do too because I didn't remember right now. Uh, Now this is this is the really funny one, the one that's the like the super shitty level, like beyond Pet Cemetery Two, The Crow, Wicked Prayer. It's the fourth installment of The Crow. That's going And he plays The Crow. He plays The Crow. Yeah. Hmm. But imagine how he looks in this movie, just with his hair messed up in crow makeup. It's that shitty. Okay. (laughs) I can't really see him being a crow. It's bad. It's extremely bad. And then, the one that confused me the most, that I didn't even know there was a fucking remake of, was Night of the Demons. That movie on my shelf right there. The classic 80s horror Halloween film. Somehow there's a remake of it in 2009 with Edward Furlong. Confused the shit out of me when I saw it. (laughs) I didn't even know they made a remake. Yeah. They shouldn't have, maybe? Probably not. I haven't watched it yet. Now I'm going to have to. And then uh, the second biggest role in this movie is T. Ryder Smith as the trickster. Which I think is the huge selling point of the movie. I like the trickster a lot. He's he's great. I don't know who T. Ryder Smith is, but neither did I. Neither did I. And then doing my research on this, dude, this guy has his research. Wow, cool. Yeah, apparently, <laughs> you know, we need to do more of that on this show. Uh, but this guy has done so much shit from childhood of mine that I didn't even realize he did. Like when I first looked him up, it was like, oh, theatrical actor. And sometimes voice actor. I'm like, okay, cool. What has he done? 
This guy's done a shitload of really? cool things that I didn't even know he was a part of. First, he did... <laughs> do you remember Are You Afraid of the Dark? The kid show from the 90s? Oh, was, yeah, yeah. That was like Goosebumps. Yeah. Except the kids actually die in Are You Afraid of the Dark. No, I never watched Goosebumps or that one, so I didn't know. Well, he plays one of the voice characters in the video game for the PC, which I barely remembered. Huh. I, I didn't remember at all until I looked it up. I was like, holy shit, I haven't seen this game since it came out. Like, it was something I completely forgot about on PC. Hmm. So it's a point-and-click adventure game. Okay. but You he, didn't really play PC games, did you? Well, I did in the in the, in the nineties. You know, I mean, I had the Super Nintendo and the yeah. NES, but I mean, I went to my friend's house and they had the Goosebump game and the Are You Afraid of the Dark game games. What I completely forgot about. It brought like it brought whole new memories back that I completely lost. Oh, okay, just looking this up. And then uh, he also did a voice in Manhunt too, oh. a, a video game that I hated. But these are the two big ones, or the three big ones that blew my mind because if you know me brett and you know like if if one of my favorite video game franchises not fallout i know you're gonna think that <laughs> first but bioshock oh yeah okay. he played he played the voice of sander fucking cohen in bioshock mm. and sander cohen is like the crazy artist like murderer guy in the game that must not be Bioshock Infinite, then, because... He's in Bioshock Infinite also what? playing Sander Cohen. Because Sander Cohen's also referenced in Bioshock Infinite. Because the world's intertwined. The world's intertwined. From the first game and the third game. I don't remember game. a Sander Cohen. Well, Sander Cohen's not really, like, a big playing character. Okay. He's mentioned just because of Rapture the Underwater City. No, yeah, yeah. From the first game. Yeah. Yeah. So, when I saw that, I was like... Oh my god. That's that is cool. really fucking cool. sweet. Bioshock Infinite is probably on my top ten list. Oh yeah, it's definitely on my top five list actually, I think. Bioshock Infinite is really fucking good. Yeah. But the Bioshock trilogy for me is like in my top five like game franchises. Yeah. The Bioshock trilogy. Yeah, I'm not huge on the other Bioshocks, but Bioshock Infinite I I freaking love You got it. spoiled, that's why I, freaking, I spoiled you. Yeah, you showed me that one first and I was just like, <laughs> This is awesome And then I gave you Bioshock, you're like and it's so funny because I, re I remember Bioshock Infinite so much because I had to go down to San Diego for, like, a conference thing. And I had to leave, you know, my whole world here behind. Mm -hmm. So I couldn't play my video games. And I remember having dreams about Bioshock Infinite when I was down in San Diego at the conference. Because I, I hadn't played it for, like, a day or two. And I just wanted to play it so bad. So yeah. it was just, like, coming out in my dreams. And I was always thinking about it. I couldn't wait to get back to it. And that's how you know, like the signal of a good game is like when it, like it, it, it just follows you, and you just want to get back and play it and get lost in that world again. Yeah, I think that was the first game that I remember seeing you like crazy excited about since yeah. when you were like playing Kill Killzone Two. <laughs> yeah, you know. Yeah, it was it was a great game, man. I loved it. It was it was so different from anything out there, especially as far as first person sh shooters. It was very like comic, and, like the way things were drawn were kind of comicy. Um, it was, uh, had all this weird, like, Time backstory. paradox. Yeah, with, like, the George Washington and, like, Our alternate reality. Yeah, it was really freaking cool. Just everything about it, the whole different world was so cool. And ev uh, just, like, the way the mechanics worked. I think it's about awesome. time that you get back into it. You need to get the HD remake. I think I'd play it again. The, yeah, a I I the HD version? Yeah, I would love to play it on my TV right now. Dude, so I... 
<laughs> yeah, your TV <laughs> now is fucking sick. So I looked at the Xbox 360 version when I bought the remaster version. I was like, holy fuck. A million times better. Really? Yeah. Oh, a cool. million times better. That's awesome. And then he was also like a bunch of different voices in a show I've never seen, but is highly popular, The Venture Bros. Oh, Oh yeah, I've heard of that. I've never, I haven't really watched it. Yeah, I think I tried to watch it a couple of times. But I just couldn't get it. It's hugely it. popular. But yeah, there, there's a ton of seasons of it. I think. Yeah, well, I've never seen it, but hugely popular, yeah, and he plays I, a bunch of the voices in the, with in the show. Right? I, mean, I don't know. It looks like something from the Goonies. The picture look like. Oh. I don't know. But huge, hugely popular. I just don't really. I'm not super uh, familiar with the actual show. So, for me, seeing this guy do all this stuff, it's like, wow, you. This guy's been doing a lot of shit since the fucking early 90s. Yeah. So, and, and, uh, I don't know. It Having something, it doesn't happen very often because I'm very already nostalgic and have rose-tinted glasses towards video games, movies, comic books. Right. It's not very often when I read something, I'm like, it, it jogs something loose in my memory that I had lost about these fucking old PC games that I was playing when I was a kid. So that was a that was a cool thing. Um, the ratings for this movie. Oh, I love the ratings. Uh, IMDB is a 6.1. Hmm. So a little what better. What was Hellraiser? Uh, the, the second one. The second one yeah. was really low. It was like a 4, I think. Yeah, it was, like it, was, it, was like a, it was lower than my score. I remember yeah. that. Yeah. Which I kind of want to read it and say it's <laughs> worse than my score. Uh, yeah, IMDb 6.1, which I think is a little above average. And then Rotten Tomatoes, <laughs> the critics give it a 19%. 19%? The critics. Really? Okay. But the audience rating is 60%. Okay. So it's kind of almost okay. on par with IMDb. Now... In my opinion, the audience rating is really what matters. Now the, cru- now the crux. Now the crux. had, like... N- like Twenty thirty percent on critics and then like ninety nine percent on the yeah. audience. Now the crux of the, this this whole rating system that me and you have yeah. your first impression. What do you give this movie? Man, I actually I liked it. I I wasn't entertained through the whole thing. Um, if I was to go with like straight up horror, I would give it lower. But as, as far as just enjoying the movie, I'm I'm gonna give it an eight. Yeah. I am right there, actually. I was right at eight also. Okay. I think this movie is a... I'll say it like this. If you grew up in this time period, if you're a kid that was born in the 80s, or even born in the, I guess, the really early 90s, and you grew up through the 90s, it's filled with things that is going to just bring you back, and you totally understand how new the technology was at the time. <laughs> yeah. And the effects for for this movie, 94, are not bad. I said that. I was like, I'm watching these older movies and I'm kind of impressed by what they had. Yeah. Because what we have right now, I don't feel it's a whole lot better. I mean, it doesn't look a whole lot more real. There are parts of the movie that there's a little bit of plot holes going on. Definitely. But Definitely. as far as an overall entertainment factor, yeah, the movie made me laugh the movie had had me making funny like comments about yeah. what the fuck's going on yeah you could like interact with the movie with your you know people around you like we were doing we were just like making comments stuff like that like we couldn't even do that during hellraiser 2 because it was just like there was nothing to even comment on because we didn't there was nothing to care about no right? it was yeah. total snore fest and also 
just complete disappointment. Yeah, and continuity didn't have anything with continuity at all. This, no. This was, at least we could talk about it. They had a lot of cool different things. The music was awesome. Like The soundtrack for this movie kills. Yeah, when I, like, every time they had a song playing, I'm just like, oh, that's fucking sick. You and, noticed Primus. Yeah. And I noticed I bass players, White so Zombie. It. It's like, dude, this is great shit. Yeah, it was, they just had great music throughout the whole thing. They had cool, cool things as far as, like, the way the rooms were set up. Like, his room we were mm-hmm. commenting on. Like, he it's just, like, straight out of a fucking magazine. Yeah, it looks awesome. Everything just was, uh, it was fun to watch, you know? It was it was a fun movie. Like, most of our age demographic will remember magazines and seeing, yeah. like, Game Informer magazines or Mad Magazine, Mad where, they ha- Mad where they had those ads, and the ad shows, like, you could win a trip to, or <laughs> win this for your room, and they show the fucking kid's room, and it's like the thing that you would love. There's video games everywhere, CDs everywhere, yeah. you've got fucking posters of, of metal bands on the wall, yep. and you're like... This kid is fucking spoiled as shit. <laughs> I know, right here, he's got the speakers. And yeah, he's got, he's got the, the fucking five forehead speakers in there. <laughs> he's got the tweeters and everything. He's got everything you need. <laughs> Do you hear that? That's our beer we're drinking. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody cares. Yeah. Nobody cares, man. <laughs> You offended me. Hellraiser 2 is the best movie ever made. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, honestly, his comment made me happy because I was like, wow, somebody listened to us. So that's awesome. Yeah. (laughs) Like I said, we struck him on a personal personal level on his brain. Please write again because kind of made it move. so. So what we were saying is the sets of the movie, super relatable. When you're a kid, it's like it, it's the stuff that you see that you you always wanted. These kids have it. Yeah, these kids almost look like they have perfect lives. Edward Furlong's character, yeah, his mom died. The whole okay, the beginning of the movie. What's what's the deal with the mom dying? I don't know. Like I thought they would have like had that be more a part of what's going on, but it really didn't. It plays no no part in the entire movie. Yeah, the when whole... you see something in a movie that you could just completely take out and it wouldn't matter. Then why is it in there, you know? was I'm thinking, it's like, was it padding? Was it padding to make the movie longer? Or? But that's the thing, it really didn't. It was like a snippet in the beginning. I mean, the credits were kind of long, because we're just watching him being rolled through that fucking hallway at the beginning. That's true. I mean, may, did they need to make the movie five minutes longer? I, mean, I feel like they had more footage than that. Like, I, I don't know. The mom's, the mom's death played no role throughout the entire movie. His yeah. fucked up knee for some reason that they made it a real point to make us know that he had a fucked up knee. A lot, yeah, they kind of highlighted that he had that messed knee up knee. surgery. Yeah, they, they, like you were pointing out, oh, he's walking weird or you know, yeah. down the street. Oh, yeah, that's because he had the messed up knee. But it never played a part in the movie at all. Yeah. This isn't, this isn't a Stephen King book. You know, like, these small little details... They don't matter, yeah. They don't matter. Like, if he's in a... if he First of all, if he's in a chair, a virtual reality game, where he's going to sleep and somehow not knowing what he's doing, <laughs> what the fuck does it matter what his knee is? It, it doesn't. It doesn't, yeah. It doesn't. So the whole the whole beginning with his mom, the knee, it's just a fucking throwaway thing. It, it doesn't matter. It doesn't ever come back up it really again. It doesn't. It yeah. never comes back up again, yeah. ever, ever, until the trickster's like, 
kill yourself to be with your mom. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, and they they could have said that with just saying that the mom was dead, but without <laughs> <laughs> having the whole thing with the car scene and I don't know. Yeah, it really didn't make a difference at all, and it had played no part in the movie, so it makes you wonder why it was there. Yeah. And Edward Furlong is alone this whole movie. He's yeah. living, like, the dream life that every high school kid right. would want. He's got a chick next door who's willing to show her tits to you, obviously wants you to <laughs> fuck her every night. Oh, she's coming knocking on your door. Oh, well, that was kind of in the dream, right? When she was knocking on his door and stuff. Yeah, but not the showing the tits part. Yeah. Knowing that she's showing the tits to him and he's recording her like a creep. <laughs> right? I know. Nowadays, it's, that would be sexual harassment. Back then, it was romantic, apparently. Apparently. And that's what I'm saying. He's got, like, the perfect perfect life. He's got the awesome room. Yep. His mom might be dead, but it happened when he was, like, five or something in the movie. He's in high school now. Obviously, a senior or something in high school. And you got the best room, chick with next door with tits, video <laughs> games. What more is a, a college or not a, a high school student boy gonna want? He's got everything. He does, he really does. But he acts like the giant. He acts like a giant wuss throughout <laughs> the entire movie. Yeah. Um, that was like the major thing. Me and Brett were. As we're watching this, we're like, come on, Michael. <laughs> yeah, we were yelling at him. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> like, this is every teenage boy's dream, and you're just like, I'm just going to play video eh, games. Eh, yeah. And I'm going to turn my stereo up really loud instead of going to the party next door. <laughs> yeah, I didn't really get that. Like, why didn't he go to the party or just, like, show up or whatever? I don't know. And because it sounded like he knew the girl because he went over to her house, right? Yeah. The parents like, knew who he was. Yeah, the parents knew who he was. He knew her name and he was like, I'm here to see her and they didn't act like it was anything weird. So like, why didn't he just go to the party then? Like if you were having a party and you didn't invite me, I'm doing quotes here, I would have been like, oh, I maybe forgot or just figured that I would know. And I would just, you know, pop over and say, what's up? Or yeah. And it's like, why wouldn't you do the same thing? I don't know. I mean, I think... I can't say we've all been there, but there are times in my life where after high school, even sometimes in high school, I saw a party going on that I didn't even know the people <laughs> throwing a party, yep. and I just kind of acted like I belonged yeah, you just there. just kind of go in and have fun. Yeah. yeah. It's big enough. <laughs> yeah. I've done that uh, when I used to live downtown. I, I would be walking home from a bar or something and then there'd be people outside of a house and I just kind of walk in the house. Yeah. I'm a friendly guy and, you know, I'm not a dick or anything. Yeah. I just eventually make some friends and just talk to people and yeah, have fun. You're not, so, you're not yeah. the fucking homeless guy coming yeah. in off the street. I was a lot like younger, a so yeah. I, I wouldn't do that nowadays, but yeah. Not now. Well, maybe. <laughs> maybe possibly. If we were drunk enough. Yeah. True. But still, we wouldn't be dicks. <laughs> but we wouldn't be dicks. And that's the biggest thing, right? Yeah. When you have a party, you want to have good, cool people there. So. Yep. Yep. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> this no. is just turning into nostalgia fast right, right now. We're just talking about stuff from our past life. Wow. Man, uh, go ahead and so, comment about how much you hate this. <laughs> <laughs> so we both agree. It ate. It ate out of ten. It is a good that's, movie. Yeah, that's pretty good, right? Eight out of ten. I mean, that's I think the highest we've given is it eight. 
Maybe did I give something an eight point five? No, I don't. No, think so. I think eight. This is the, is the highest, highest right? you given. I think you gave the fly like a seven. Seven point five. I gave the fly, yeah. and then I gave uh, Texas Chainsaw. I gave the same rating. I remember that. Okay. Hellraiser. Actually, maybe Hellraiser gave an eight. Oh, okay. That would make sense. Okay. Yeah. Hellraiser was good. Hellraiser, I like yes. Yeah, I agree. This this movie is even if. Maybe if even if you didn't grow up in the '90s and you're like, what? It, you grew up in the 2000s, maybe you're freaking 20 years old right now, and you're, mm-hmm. you didn't grow up with floppy disk drives and having to rent movies from the VHS store. You're like, wow, this is old ass technology. <laughs> I think there's still something up to appreciate here, as far as just a funny and entertaining plot. Yeah. Well, okay. As far as horror movies go, though, would you consider this like a horror movie? Is this in the genre? No. Of I mean, there's horror really movie? not that much. Gore. Well, I mean, there's a little there's bit of there's, there's a little blood, bit of gore, there's but cutting off of the foot, which is gross. There's never a part where you're gonna be scared. No, the movie's not scary at all. <laughs> this is like the labyrinth meeting. <laughs> I don't know, semi horror film. I don't consider it horror. Yeah, it's not really horror to me. It's more. It's of almost a, like a spoof. It's almost kind of comical in a way. Yeah, because the way uh, he interacts with what what was that dude's name? The trickster. The trickster. Yeah, the way he interacts with him. It's almost like an imaginary friend. It's like his, like, cool imaginary earlier. friend. Yeah, I think yeah. His, I think the trickster would be... Because the trickster obviously can't... He doesn't have any power. He doesn't have any power except to do shit to himself. Yeah, because that's all he does, right? Yeah, that's, that's why he's, he's always begging, Ed, begging Edward Furlong... To do stuff. To yeah. do stuff. And you can literally just ignore him, or just kind of like, no, fuck you, I'm not doing it. Yeah. I mean, the worst he's going to do is fuck up your house. Yeah, he's kind of uh, mischievous. You know, he's got... He's like Rufio. He's got Rufio's hair. <laughs> Rufio's hair. And he's <laughs> eating the chicken and the freaking food is everywhere. So he's like kind of this mischievous, like, imaginary friend. He's not really scary. I don't I don't no. really consider him scary at all. He doesn't really get even kind of scary until he starts trying to absorb Edward for a long at the end. Yeah. Like, that'd that, be the scary part. That, was, that wasn't really even scary because no. nothing really even came of that. <laughs> <laughs> Besides but, the fact that he kind of, like, became Edward, or Michael, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. That was really... I think that was cool, that he was, like, possessing his body. But it, they ended it super quick. They ended it really quick, yeah. And I don't understand how he beat him. I don't either. And he's like, <laughs> yeah, you lost. Yeah. How? He's like, oh, yeah? No, I did it. Here's Dr. Drew. (laughs) (laughs) Dr. Drew, yeah. The the cop totally looks like Dr. Drew. And he's a fucking creep. And he just, like, breaks into people's houses illegally. He breaks into people's houses illegally. He he grabs children in a wrong way. Yeah. We were waiting for Chris Hansen to pop out. (laughs) Take a seat. What are you doing in this kid's house? (laughs) Did you meet somebody online? (laughs) It's like, no, it's the 90s. We don't have AOL yet. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so the the budget for this movie, mm-hmm. I did my normal amount of research that I do for movies, but... Which is 100% more than me, so good job. Well, <laughs> I could not find anywhere on any website. I went to about seven different ones. I could not find anything really? that records the budget for this movie. Huh. Every website I went to, the budget is unknown for this movie, which is really strange. That you is, think that'd be that is weird. Public, that is, public. Record. I feel like you could go online and find the budget for almost every movie. Yeah, I could not find one number for the budget. I could find all the numbers it made, uh-huh. but nothing on budget. And looking at this movie, 
the the <laughs> sets, which there aren't very many sets. It's the kids' rooms for the most part. It is. And a, a, a bunch of scenes of him hiding in Edward Furlong hiding in a bush. Yeah, which he's really good at. <laughs> yeah, he's way. he's fucking... Uh, the U.S. government should hire this guy. He He's fucking Solid Snake. Yeah. And he can hide in a bush perfectly underneath an enemy's nose. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing missing was the cardboard box that he could fucking hide in. <laughs> <laughs> so I would imagine, like, there, this movie's budget couldn't have been more than $2 million. I don't know. Maybe. I mean... All that stereo cool, equipment. They had some cool special effects in it. Maybe that, that kind of burst it up a little bit. I know. It's weird to not find any kind of budget. But yeah, uh, the opening weekend in the United States, it made $1,725,000. That seems so low, but that was a while ago. Yeah. And then worldwide, it made almost $5 million. Okay. And we don't know the budget. We don't know the budget, so I can't. I can't tell. I don't know. I can't tell. What I what I do think is that it had to have it had to have at least the same as Hellraiser. I would think. What I do think that a big part of the budget probably went to was to pay Edward Furlong. Yeah, I kind of want to say he was kind of a star because he was the fucking Terminator kid, you know. And Terminator was the biggest fucking movie yeah. in the 90s. So there's no argument. Writing that wave, yeah. Yeah, there's no argument. All I mean, seriously, all the way until Terminator 3, Terminator 2 was the fucking biggest movie in the That's 90s. That's a should have been, man. That was yeah. a freaking awesome movie. I love watching that to this day. Like, that is a great movie. Yeah. If you, I always do this. If you ever want to test your surround sound system, I yeah. always put in Terminator 2 and the opening part with the fucking war with the machines yeah. is the ultimate test of surround sound. That Jurassic Park. It's just so cool, that, and and Arnold Schwarzenegger plays it so freaking well. Like, yeah, it's he's the perfect hero or the perfect character and villain. <laughs> yeah, I'm mean, the first one. Yeah, he's the perfect person to play a robot just by the way he talks normally. Yeah. You know, yeah. <laughs> he sounds like a robot normally. Your boots, California, your clothes, <laughs> your motorcycle. <laughs> That's good, good shit. <clears throat> so. I think we both think uh, video games in the nineties. When I when I watched this movie, the first thing I was reminded of was when I was a kid going to Santa Cruz. Mm-hmm. I went to Santa Cruz a lot as a kid, okay. and the first time virtual reality games hit the market as in arcades is when I saw it in Santa Cruz, and those were the ones where. They had the giant fucking helmets that you'd put on yeah, your head. Yeah, And the I, little I circle yep, things that you'd yep. step I into. I played one of those, yeah, yeah. At the state fair. It was like when it was first coming out. Probably was like 10, maybe 12 years old. Mm-hmm. And that was like my first experience with virtual reality was going in that little thing that you just explained. It was yep. perfectly perfectly explained. It was exactly it's, how it happened. It, it's a memory that's like crystallized mm-hmm. in my head because... There's a thing about kids now, if you're growing up and you didn't grow up in the time period, you're never going to be able to quite comprehend that. In the 90s and the 80s, things were so set in, like, this is the future. Yeah. Like, when you saw something There's revolutionary. Positive, like, uh, we call that, like, uh, where you're looking forward to something. Like, yeah. Like, a positive idea of... The future being this crazy technological... Uh, when you saw something from a movie almost, starting yeah. to come kind of to fruition, that was what virtual reality was at that time. You were like, yeah. 
holy shit, this is actually coming true. Yeah. Maybe by the time we're in 2000... You know what's funny? is like I feel like they took a break or something because that was that was a long time ago, right? <laughs> yeah, it was. And, and then like I feel like you didn't hear about virtual reality for like a decade almost. And then it popped up again like recently within the last like I don't know, seven, eight years or something like that. Which is Oculus Rift. Which so. has gotten pretty good. The Oculus yeah. Rift shit. Yeah, I told you, man. Like, you just gotta try it. Like, it's fun as hell. Because what got me was I looked around and everything was like kind of ghosty. And then you saw the, you know, the, the area you're supposed to go in. Yeah. And then when you pop in that area, everything disappears and then you're in, like in that world. And that yeah, was that like, tripped me out. That, that was really cool. Because yeah. I was like, you stepped in that, like, that cone of. I don't know what, what you can call that, but it's like this. It's the same principle as from when we were kids. There's a circle around you yeah. that you stay in, and you're in that virtual reality. Yeah, so state. you go in that little area, but it, it's not an it's just that these, physical area. It's anymore. just that these headsets have gotten fucking crazy smaller. Do you remember how they were? They yeah. fucking engulfed your They're entire really, head. Yeah. They engulfed your entire head. You look like you are wearing a fucking uh, a stormtrooper helmet. They had wires that like attached to it too. I think to make it lighter. Yeah, imagine something from like the Matrix mixed with a stormtrooper helmet. That's what you were fucking wearing on your head for virtual reality at that time. And it was like a cheap Doom clone or something like that is what I remember. I can't remember exactly what it was. I just remember being like a cheap Doom clone or a Quake looking clone. But this movie. Makes me think of that because of the whole thing where it's being sucked into the game and he's, he's it's controlling his mind or something <laughs> like that. Yeah. I don't know. It just brings back all those those feelings of virtuality for the first time and how we're all looking forward to the future in video games. Up, up to ninety four, all we had was some PC games. We had mm. the Super Nintendo and Sega Genesis. There wasn't anything revolutionary. Yeah, well, they were kind of revolutionary in their own way, though, right? They, well, I mean, the Genesis, the eight-bit graphics to sixteen-bit. I mean, you doubled yourself right there, buddy. Yeah, <laughs> that was only, only what five. But five where years. you're going into something where you're putting a helmet on and it feels like you're there <laughs> yeah. at that time, there yeah. in quotes. That was that was revolutionary. At it the was, time. and it was then really it just cool. disappeared, like you said. It did, yeah, that's what I felt like. Yeah, like it was there, and like it was kind of like a novelty, and it was gone, and you never heard from it again. And yeah. then it came back up just recently with the whole Oculus Rift, and then they, have, I think Steam has one too, where they do something. Which we were talking, we were watching him, and and the tricksters explaining the rules about brain scan the game. I could totally see this being a fucking virtual reality game. Where you're playing a killer just like you would in Manhunt? I would. They might make something like that. I think there would be a lot of controversy if you just. You the know, whole point of the game was to go and murder somebody because that's all that happened here. Yeah. There was no other point besides going in and murder somebody. You didn't murder somebody because they were bad and you needed to get something from their safe or something like that. You know, it was just you go in and murder somebody. Like this is just straight up. It's a murder simulator. Yeah, it's a murder simulator, and there's gonna be. A, there would be a ton of controversy about which that. Which one day which I Which I don't think would necessarily be a bad thing, because that's, that's... One day I up. feel like something like that will exist. Possibly. Probably yeah. in our time. I, yeah. I, well, it's kind of getting there almost. With, I mean, Grand Theft Auto. What's Grand Theft Auto? Besides murder simulation. Yeah, there's still a point where, though, like, you can actually decide to go off of the missions and do your 
whatever the hell you want, right? Right. But there is the point of to beat the game. The point There's of a the lot game, of murder of innocent people game, though, in Grand Theft Auto. Do stuff like yeah, you're a criminal, so you're gonna murder and stuff like that. But it's not just straight up. You just need to do this well, okay. murder. I guess this brings me to my point. If there was going to be a game like this in virtual reality, it would be Rockstar that would make it. Yeah. Because they did make Manhunt. And yeah. Manhunt, you were a fucking death row inmate killing Which I think there was a lot of controversy people. around Manhunt. A shitload. Yeah. And if you want to see, shameless plug, a very good and in-detail review of Manhunt 1 and 2, check out my YouTube channel, Retro or Die, the Manhunt series. It's good. Very well recepted. I am kind of blowing myself there, but at the same time... Hey. The video speaks for itself. If you're able to bend down, and bend down that far and blow yourself. You know, I don't think I would actually try to suck my own dick. No? I feel like every 13-year-old has. I never tried to suck my own dick when no? I was 13. Okay. Neither did I. I mean, I don't want to taste cum. You wouldn't have to necessarily taste cum. I mean, what would the point of sucking your own dick then? Well, you wouldn't... If you're not going to come. You don't necessarily need to come in your own mouth. I mean, <laughs> you get yourself to that point without... <laughs> yeah, but there's pre-cum. Yeah, I'm not going to talk about this anymore. <laughs> I know, it's a weird <laughs> conversation. Wow, that's nasty. But, uh, yeah, I'm not, I'm not Marilyn Manson. I'm not... <laughs> that's the funny thing, is there was... I remember that. What was I? I got... I think I was in eighth I think every kid grade. remembers that. <laughs> Yeah, Marilyn Manson had two ribs taken out or something like yep. that, so he could. I heard the same day. exact rumor. Yeah, and I to this day I don't know if that's true or not. I don't know. I look at him now, and he still looks like that kid from Wonder Years or whatever the fuck that controversy he's is. Fat now, dude. Yeah, and he's a giant pussy crybaby too. Uh, I'll say that because I've seen him cancel shows because people aren't fucking applauding for him. All I know is the last time he was at Aftershock. And Rob Zombie, Zombie called him a pussy, too. <laughs> <laughs> I love Rob Zombie, man. I do, I do too. I love Rob Zombie. Dude, his shows are great. Really? I, yeah. I don't doubt it. I would love to see Rob Zombie live. He seems just like a really cool guy. Uh, but, yeah, Marilyn Manson, I wouldn't doubt that he's a giant pussy. No. No, he's... he's he seems like that, like, gothic child that... The raised. suburban... Yes, exactly. The suburban gothic child... That is the press because, well, there's no reason to be. They because just they didn't are. get a Pokemon card pack yeah, that day. Something. Who knows? Maybe their mom and dad worked too much. I don't know. Boo hoo. Boo hoo. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. It's like Edward Furlong here. Yeah. You have a you have the the world by the balls as that fucking teenager. House that's like three stories high, and you got the coolest room in the world. That to this day, I would take over my own house. <laughs> I know, like, where were you, where, when you were 17? I was living in the, I knew where you I was fucking lived. In a garage. Yeah, you lived in a fucking in the garage. Ghetto, yeah. in the ghetto. <laughs> and up to my, my whole life, I'm living in and out of ghettos in like Sacramento and then Salinas <laughs> and then San Jose. It's just like, dude, this kid has the world by the balls. So, whatever. And I think, well, back to the, back to the whole virtual reality thing. Man. It's so funny how we can just go off, just riding off in the sunset. <laughs> that's with what topics. we do on this. Apparently, we, we like to take tangents, but that's... well, you know what? The the movies, the podcast is about movies. We watch the movie, and we talk about the movie. But yeah. at the same time, if you can't relate to the shit that's going on in that time period of the movie, what's the point of talking about? It? Yeah, I, I listen. Mean, to, I personally listen to a lot of podcasts, and I 
don't really care when they go off on tangents because no, it's organic. Exactly, that's what I was about to say. Is like it, it's just two people talking, right? What you're doing is you're listening to two people just having a organic conversation. What happens happens. What they talk about, they have a idea about where they're going. But if they go off, it's okay. Yeah, and that's the problem. My mind right now with just like you know media and stuff like that is just everything is these short little snippet it's sound TikTok. bites. Yeah, I want to hear the actual like actual thought process of how one person got from here to there, even if it goes off in different tangents. You know, that's kind of how humans work. We don't always just go from point A to point B. We have to travel around a little bit, get get different ideas, and get a feel for what we're thinking. Yeah. Plus, we don't claim this to be a review show. No. No, we're not perfect. From yeah. <laughs> long from it, we're just two guys that are having fun talking about movies that we watch. And if other people like to listen to it, then listen to it. Awesome. Yeah. And if you don't, fuck off. Yeah. Don't listen to it. <laughs> we don't care. <laughs> Anchor doesn't care either. They are our sponsor, and Anchor they love us. Is awesome. <laughs> and I gotta say, the the commercial that you did for Anchor was thank you freaking awesome. Thank it you. It was great. Thank you. So let's get into the taglines. Okay. The taglines of this movie. And I figure, you know what I found out, which is really funny, is like, I've been using IMDB and all this shit before for show notes on my phone. Don't ever use your phone to do show notes on IMDB. There is so many options that aren't shown on the phone part of the IMDB that are on the actual computer really? part. Yeah. Oh, And I found things a million times easier than me trying to search for it on my phone. So if you go on their actual website on, like, a PC or like yeah. a laptop or something? Yeah. I was like, oh, my God. That doesn't make sense, though. Like, if you're going to have a website, you should be able to have it mobile access. It's bad. In this day and age, it's like, I would say 50% of people surfing the web are on their phone. Well, look at IMDb. It's fucking ancient. It's bad UI design. They just It's it's people that are... I don't even know what the fuck. Yeah. IMDb, how is, how is it still popular? I don't know. Anyway, the taglines. <laughs> Goodbye, reality. Welcome. Virtual reality. Okay. <laughs> that is really bad. Dumb. <laughs> that's like something, that's something I would have seen on like a pop-up arcade, yeah. you know, back in the day. It definitely sounds commercial-ish. Uh, the second one, it's interactive and state-of-the-art. It's not just a game, it's murder. Okay, that's dumb too. Really too fucking long. <laughs> yeah. Uh, next one, wanna play? I dare you. <laughs> Still not very good, yeah. but it makes at sense for the short. movie. It makes sense for the movie, at least. Yeah. Uh, this one doesn't make sense to me. An interactive trip to hell. Yeah, hell. <laughs> what are we in Hellraiser 2? <laughs> yeah, what are you trying to do? Tear your soul apart. <laughs> and then the last one. Game over. You lose. I don't like that That's one either. Dumb too, nobody... It's like we're not in Mortal Kombat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and also nobody lost necessarily in this, right? Like he completed the whole game. Yeah. Yeah, I mean I think that's what the trickster says at the very end. Or what Edward Furlong says actually to the trickster. Yeah, he says you lose, yeah. Yeah, game over you lose. Bad tags. Yeah. Bad tags. Awful. That's pretty bad. Yeah. Those, those are all of them? Those are all of them. That's pretty bad. That's, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, if I had to make a tagline for the movie, I don't think I could, honestly. I, I don't know what I would say necessarily. I'd be like, uh, this isn't a game. 
or something like that. Yeah. It, that's better than uh, inter- or you're in hell or some yeah, bullshit the, like the hell that. hell was really dumb because there's no, like... There's no hell on earth in this movie at all. No. It's not scary. It's not Or how about this one? Just off the top of my head. This game is murder. That's there you super go. That's easy. Way better. That's off the top of my head just that now. That is way better. Like I was okay, that's alright. This game is murder. Okay, that's that's good. That's fine. I don't know. <laughs> I should be working for Hollywood. Or Hollywood, you need to hire me. Yeah. You need to hire us both. You need to hire this podcast. We don't got the connections for that. No, we don't. <laughs> uh, so you want to hear a fun fact about I this do. movie I do want to hear a fun fact <laughs> so John Flynn the guy that directed and made this movie mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> he did not like Edward Furlong no? no? I can see why no he really didn't like him <laughs> really didn't uh, he's not really that great of an actor no, you're right. I agree, because I've seen other movies he's been in. He's trash. Yeah, he's not a really good actor at all. I mean, he, he's passable, for sure, but like he's not like somebody that you go, wow, he's a great actor. Like Leonardo DiCaprio. I don't really like the guy that much, but... Great actor. He's a pretty good actor. Uh, 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 the guy that... Elijah Wood. Yeah, even him. Yeah. Macaulay Culkin. Yep, yep. All kid actors from his same genre. Yeah. Great actors. Edward... Sorry. Yeah, you can really tell it, too, when he gets upset. Like, when he tries to act upset, it doesn't really come off as upset. It's more of, like, this undertoned, like, raising your voice, that's all. You know what's the sad thing? The thing I think is the most sad about Edward Furlong is that I feel like he, out of Macaulay Culkin, Elijah Wood, all the other people... I feel like he fell into the trap of, like, believing he was as cool as the character he portrayed. Yeah. Like, Terminator 2, he thought he was cool John Connor. Right, and he didn't, like, he didn't make the movie. The movie is what made him, right? Mm -hmm. And that's actually rare, in a way. Because a lot of times the actors make the movie. Like, if it wasn't for the actors, the movie wouldn't be If Arnold Schwarzenegger wasn't in Terminator. Yeah, I feel like Terminator 2 was good in spite of him. Like, he wasn't that great, but the movie was so good that it covered up his flaws, you know? Yeah. That's the thing about when I watch, when I go, when I go back to watch Terminator 2, the only part that annoys me are the parts where his squeaky voice. Yes, his squeaky voice. Oh, that bugs me so much. Yeah. But still, like I said, the movie that might overshadows not, it. I don't know if that, it, that annoys chicks as much. Maybe it's because they weren't a boy going through puberty and then you like, yeah, your voice starts getting shit. all fucked up <laughs> and everyone like thinks you're stupid. Yeah, and then sometimes you're afraid to speak because you're like, is my voice going to crack yeah. and I'm going to be an idiot? Yep. Everyone's <laughs> going to look at you and laugh in class. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Maybe that just brings back PTSD from all boys. <laughs> yeah, the squeaky voice, man. No, it was not a fun period. No. Anyway, uh, John Flynn, when asked about this movie, later recalled the main interest for him was the trickster character. I see that. And Al... Uh, Carnivorous Alice Cooper look-alike entity. Ah, they actually reference Alice Cooper in this movie too. He's also on the fridge. He is on the fridge. Yeah. yeah. Did you the, know Alice Cooper is a Christian now? What? Yeah, Alice Cooper is a Christian. He like does Christian music now. <laughs> I'm serious. No, you're not. <laughs> totally serious. Look it up. <laughs> <laughs> what do I say about that? I don't know. Anyway. <laughs> John 
John I, John Flynn says the trickster was the core of the movie that attracted him to the script. Yeah. <laughs> Edward Furlong was a 15-year-old kid who couldn't act. <laughs> you had to slap him awake every morning. I don't know or I don't want to get into knocking people, but I was not a big fan of <laughs> Edward Furlong. <laughs> I could totally see that. Now, I wonder if he he was 15. So I wonder if he was already cuz everyone knows Edward Furlong has like this huge history with drug drug abuse. Him and every other Hollywood child star. Yeah, but look you look at Macaulay Culkin, he made all those movies, The Good Son, The Home Alone series, all that stuff, and he did get into drugs. Yeah. Got out of it. He's yeah. successful now. He's actually a really cool guy. Like when you hear him on like the I heard him on the Joe Rogan podcast mm-hmm. and stuff like that. He sounds like a really cool guy, actually. Yeah, I've seen him on Angry Video Game Nerd episodes oh, really? on YouTube. Wow. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He doesn't seem like stuck up. Like he doesn't seem like No. He's like, super he's down to earth. Himself. Yeah, he seems really down to earth. And he's had like a lot of uh like physical issues that have like just kind of really seemed to make him more down to earth to be like you know, money isn't all the thing that makes a person. The the, yeah. the way you act and the who you are is more. Yeah. If you've never seen the Angry Video Game Nerd episode where he plays his Super Nintendo games based off the movies of Home Alone, watch it. Yeah. It's fucking hilarious. I like, like Angry Video Game Why did they do this to me? <laughs> <laughs> like he didn't even know that these games were made off of his likeness. Because <laughs> they are absolute shit. That's funny. Um, but... But Edward Furlong has this huge, huge history of drug abuse, and the thing is, he, I don't know if he's still on drugs today, but the way he looks and the way he acts, I mean, I could almost see him being like a Philip, a Philip Seymour Hoffman that never got clean. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Which, he just, died. Right? Yeah, he's dead. Because of that drugs. But, I've... I mean, he, when the fucking new Terminator movie came out, which is like a million of them now, but that last Terminator movie, they, they approached him to be in it. He could have fucking cleaned his life up. He's like, holy shit, they still want me for Terminator? Yeah. I could have cleaned, could have cleaned his life up, could have got fucking trained. He's a fucking Hollywood actor. He might not be an A actor no yeah. more, but still, he has enough connections to get in fucking shape for the movie. He didn't even fucking do it. He didn't even fucking do it. All he did was do... Facial capture animation so they could computer animate him in the fucking yeah, movie. And that's awful. Yeah. Like, it, it blows my mind that someone would, would do that, but I've also not ever been addicted to drugs. So. Yeah, well, drugs can fuck you up, but there's usually a more underlying problem than just the drugs. Yeah. But, that would but you look at other it. actors of that time, even actors that were more that were more popular and into drugs. Like Corey Feldman from fucking Lost Boys, The Goonies. Yeah. Molested by fucking Michael Jackson. <laughs> I mean, uh, supposedly. Wouldn't be surprised. He He's come out of it completely. You know? He writes books and he still makes movies. Edward Furlong is still kind of lost in the 90s. Yeah, he's a relic of the '90s. That's like still yeah, there. Like I said, like I don't know anything he's done when he became an adult. Like, which sucks because I would, doing? I would love to see him in a Terminator movie. I would have loved to see him get into tor- into a Terminator movie, get fucking ripped. He was John Connor, right? Yeah, he's John Connor. John Connor, the. 
fucking savior of humanity. <laughs> the yeah, the basic, like yeah, that's who the whole series is about, right? Saving John Connor. <clears throat> so it'd be cool to see him as John Connor. That would be cool. I would have loved to see him get ripped like fucking Christian Bale did in fucking uh, yeah, that Terminator with a... Salvation movie that he was in, where he played John Connor. Yeah, all these other actors do it, right? They. Yeah, Dude, can, Christian Bale out of anyone can they do everything. three hundred pounds and then lose it for the next movie. Or where, or where he fucking plays that one movie, The Machinist, where he lost all, lost all he fucking lost weight, a ton of weight. Yeah, yeah, he was he looked like a fucking World War II uh, hostage, where they yeah. had no anything. Left. That's the difference, though. That's where you like take it seriously. You know? Yeah, that's that's your passion. That's why I'm thinking it's like Edward Furlong. Passion's incredible. Like the John Connor mentality of that movie was like his yeah. thing, and he well, never left it. Maybe that's the bad thing about becoming a child star, though, is that you haven't really, like, when you're an adult and you've had to really, really fucking work. Yeah. Like you personally have had to work with it. Not when you're a child star. I feel like your parents do a lot of the work for you almost, and they kind of train you on how to do it and stuff. But oh, your they parents, fuck you. yeah, <laughs> yeah, the parents are doing a lot of the like you know negotiating and all that stuff. But when you're an adult, I feel like, you know, it, that's on you. That's everything on you. And it's more serious. So if you don't have that passion, it probably won't, you know, yeah. pan out very much. When I, you're, if you're a kid, it might. I don't know, man. But he's older I don't than know us. What I'm talking about anymore. I don't know either. He's <laughs> older than us. That's all I know. Yeah. When you're, when you're approaching your mid to late 30s, you don't got your shit together. I don't think you're ever going to get it together. Yeah, I don't know. Fuck Edward Furlong. <laughs> it's just sad because we could have seen him in movies, you know, even if they weren't good movies. We would have seen him in something. Yeah, I'm glad we didn't, though, because honestly, I don't like him. As far as his acting, I just like. Yeah, you know what's whatever. weird? You look at him and you look at pictures of him today, his face never changes. Oh, really? You know, like when you look at pictures of yourself when you're younger and you're yeah. like. Uh, Michael wow. J. Fox, that's. That's another act. That's an actor that I feel never ages. Like I look at him when he's young and older. And there's not that much difference. I don't. No. Michael J. I don't want to say anything bad about Michael J. Fox because he's fucked up. <laughs> he's at Parkinson's. Yeah, he's fucked up. Yeah. I agree. He still looks like Michael J. Fox. Yeah. But this dude, his face never fucking changed. Never changed besides him looking like he's gotten fat <laughs> that's it that's it though he looks the same like yeah. i can't even imagine him looking like he would be jacked let's like, start a petition to start another edward furlong movie where he gets jacked <laughs> and in shape that's cool i'd like to see him get in shape to do a terminator movie if they rebooted the whole fucking thing All right, so we gotta do it just so clint <laughs> can look at edward furlong's body that's not what I, I'm saying I want to I see. Like it is. It's not. I just want to see, I want to see him, like, appreciate what he has. If I was a washed up actor yeah. from the 90s, and a studio is like, hey, remember that fucking movie you were big in in 90-something? Yeah. <laughs> and it's 2020? I'm like, yeah. Well, we're going to pay you to work out. We're going to get your personal trainers. You're going to eat right. And you're going to get jacked. Fuck yeah. I'm That'd be awesome. 
not the shit that I'm doing right now where I'm having to work out myself and not get anything. Eating hobos and milk. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. So, we both agree that the movie is good. As far as the movie goes, yes. I wouldn't say that it's a good horror movie because it's, I don't no. think it's really a horror movie. No, it's not a horror movie. The I didn't even grow up watching this movie. I didn't even know... Like, I think that I might have saw this as a kid on TV, but it's one of those movies that I, I forgot about. Mm-hmm. And then I was... A uh, funny story, I was reminded about this movie from a... <laughs> <laughs> I just farted. <laughs> That's all right. Beer does that to you too, sometimes. Ah. I farted out of my mouth. Um, Sounds a lot better. <laughs> you know what I've noticed by listening back to these podcasts, right. dude? I sound. Did you ever watch that movie or the, that TV show, Wacky Racers? Wacky Racers? Yeah, that was a video game. Oh, it was. It, it was, had like the it, shark. It, it was the, based off the TV show though, with the dog. The dog. And the, and the dog's always like, <laughs> like I don't remember that. that. But I remember that in Wacky Races there was like a shark that had like this go kart, and then yeah. it was like, yeah, yeah. There's the dog oh, though. Me and Nathan used to play that all the time on the computer. I didn't know it was a show. Yeah, it was a show. Oh, interesting. Well, there's a dog that always laughs, and and then whenever the dog laughs, it's always like that wheezy laugh, like I always do. And I'm like. Dude, I sound like the fucking dog from Wacky Racers I when I laugh. That. Well, I, I noticed that. I was like, man, that's so weird. I wonder yeah. why I laugh like that. I don't know. We're always more critical about our own self and others. But it's always like... <laughs> <laughs> that's what the dog does in the thing when he's laughing because he fucks someone's shit up. Okay. Anyway. Uh, so do you want... <laughs> do you want to hear about uh, someone else's review of this Yeah, movie? yeah. Let's hear it. <laughs> So, um, this person gave them a one out of five. Oh, that's And this, tough. this was an Amazon customer. And the oh. thing is that this, this person was a, was, was a pussy and they didn't even leave their name on here. Like other reviews have, they just left it as anonymous tag or the title is garbage. Mm. Normally I would laugh at that. I love those one word reviews, but. I don't know. Garbage for Garbage. This? No. And this was in the year 2000, so we're talking about a 21-year-old review. <laughs> <laughs> Please, period, for me, period, <laughs> capital letters now, do not watch this film, period. I just wasted an hour and a half of my life that could have been spent cleaning my navel. Your navel? <laughs> yeah, his yeah. navel. Or her navel. I hope it's a her navel. <laughs> I want a picture of his navel. <laughs> that was the funniest review I could find on this because literally <clears throat> every review other than this one are good. They're yeah. like us. They're like, okay. wow, this movie's actually not it's entertaining. Bad. I was entertained it's by entertaining. It. the just trickster's like, fucking cool. Trickster's cool, and like we said earlier, it's just like everything that you look at, look at is cool too right his whole yeah. room is freaking cool uh when you look at anything that's going on it's just like the houses are cool the the scenery is cool like the movie very nostalgia the, filled too yeah definitely and the trickster is like a mix between 
He's like Alice Cooper and Rufio. Yeah. And I like how he makes fun of Edward Furlong's music, like on a CD rack. Yeah. He's like, oh, Michael. And he just like throws the CDs across and the you room. You know what's awesome? Is the music he puts on is fucking Primus. <laughs> I love Primus. I'm a bass player. Primus is like the best bass player ever, basically. Yeah. And he puts on Primus, and I was just like, oh shit. That's fucking cool. He's got good taste. Yeah. And they have White Snake Lee, like on the party that's going on. Not White Snake. White Zombie. White Zombie, sorry. Yeah. yeah. But I think <laughs> it, it's funny, too, because, like, Edward Furlong's room has, like, posters of Metallica and, like, Def Leppard and shit in it. Yeah. And so he's, like, almost, I don't know if he's looking at those CDs, you don't get the CDs, he's almost, like, shitting on those. <laughs> so, which is yeah, funny. That's kind of in the same genre of, like, that whole time period right like yeah rob zombie metallica primus like i the, think that's why the trickster's so cool because he has a fucking personality he's not just a monster he's yeah. not just a monster that just has like that's, that's what we're talking about like he is like an imaginary friend like yeah. almost like he knows him and that's what we were commenting on earlier too is like when he appears and disappears when he comes out of the tv like, Michael or Edward Furlong isn't surprised at all. And that's, no. like, kind of goes to the whole, like, imaginary friend type thing, too, right? Like, yep. you're not surprised that they're there because they're your friend or whatever. Or it, it might not necessarily even be a friend as in the sense of, like, you get along with them. But it's just, like, this imaginary person, this imaginary mischief maker that comes around. Let, let's also talk about the premise of the video game. The video game? Oh, the, the, the brain the, scan? The premise of the video game brain scan is that he's he's in a virtual reality world where he's committing murder, at least he thinks, in the first disc yeah. out of four. After the first disc, Edward Furlong, or Michael, knows that, that actually, it's not a game. It, it's not a yeah, game. The murder has actually happened. Actually happened. And the foot is in his fucking freezer of the guy he killed, somehow with a cake knife cut a guy's foot off. Yeah, yeah I would like to see that. <laughs> I mean, not literally, but yeah. Um, so, with that being set up, knowing that he knows that he killed these people and that he was consciously doing it, why the fuck did it end disc he two? Do he does it again, and not only does he do it again, he kills his supposed best friend. Yeah, best buddies yeah best buddies for life buddies forever that's what it was <laughs> buddies forever not best buddy it was buddies forever dude that is the kid in high school or even in middle school dude i hated his best friend that was the kid that would in your group of friends there's always one kid that doesn't get the message that nobody wants to hang around <laughs> you but he is a clinger the clingers he yeah. just it, you know when you had a three-hole punch? Oh, man. Three-hole punch. I'm dating myself here. You know, the three-hole punch for your fucking paper? Oh, yeah. I still use those. I have one at my house. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, when you three-hole punch a paper and the fucking piece of paper doesn't fall off? Mm -hmm. The fucking clinger. <laughs> you know? They they hang on. Yeah. And uh, that's what this kid was to me. It was like, it just reminded me of that kid in the group that was like, dude... No one wants to hang out with you. The shit you're saying, I don't like what you're yeah, saying. Yeah, you're so fucking annoying. Yeah. Like, I don't like sounding like a dickhead, but 
dude, we all grew up in middle school and high school. There's that kid in your group. And if the unfortunate part is if if you're sitting there thinking, I don't know what he's talking about. It's probably you. Yeah. And and it's I don't even think I'm being rude when I'm saying the whole clinger thing because it's not like I went out of my way to be rude to him. Yeah. I wasn't like, dude. I, I don't think I was ever rude to really many people. Yeah, it's like, well, I can't say that. But well, you're a little bit more of a dick than me. <laughs> I am an <laughs> asshole. I am an asshole. But sometimes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I laugh because it's true. But. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just an asshole, dude. I did some. Not an I, asshole. Did, I did some mean things to kids. Yeah, the little white poop thing that got me. Dude, I'm not talking about that story. <laughs> oh man, I'm you guys talking... are missing out. Then I thought I was going to go into it. No, I'm not talking about that story. <laughs> I'm not talking about that one yet. But there's uh, for like okay, there I'll, uh, one example of a thing I look back on in high school, my sophomore year. I look back on it and I'm like, man, that's kind of mean I did that. <laughs> and every morning in high school, we we would all sit at this one table in the lunchroom before school started. And I was always fucking tired. I had to walk to school. My parents were kind of shitty, so I was always in a bad fucking mood. Always. Uh <laughs> For some reason, this this one kid, this one kid, I don't know why he was at our table, came over and started yelling at our, like yelling at us. Mm -hmm. I don't know what even happened at that point. I don't know what happened. Someone had said something to him or pissed him off in some way. But I was sitting at the end of the table and he came up to that end of the table and started to, just to decided to start yelling in hey, my you? in my direction. Okay. And I was, <laughs> I was eating a bagel, a blueberry bagel. Mm, sounds delicious. And I didn't cook my bagels or anything. No? I just bought the fucking bagel and had the, the whipped cream. The whipped or, cream cheese? Cream cheese. Yeah, gotta have cream cheese on a bagel. And. It tastes better when it's toasted, though. Yeah, it does. And I was spooning it out with the, the knife, the plastic knife that you have at school. Yeah. And I, I don't know, I just wasn't having it that morning. <laughs> and I just said, shut up to the kid. Yeah. And I threw the knife with the cream cheese at him. And it stuck perfectly to his cheek. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. And, but this is where the part where I felt bad. Because I was... It's like one of those things, you're almost tired and you're mad. And you just kind of don't think what you're doing. Yeah. But then ev you do something that's like... One of those one in a lifetime chances that it was something like that would happen. Yeah. And then everyone at the table just laughs at the kid. <laughs> so the kid's already pissed off and then Yeah. He gets fucked over <laughs> by you. <laughs> yeah. Well you shouldn't be yelling in my fucking ear. Yeah, I agree but with you. That's just one of the things that happened in high school. I don't know. There's so many weird stories like that. But uh, Yeah. As far as the dog poop story is concerned, I'm not talking about that one. <laughs> well one of these days maybe we'll get you to talk about that. Yeah. Yeah. Come on, I know you did something at least. What, in high school? Yeah. I can't, like, remember, like, something horrible that I did. 
See, I was a middle child, so like I was the one getting picked on most of my life. So like I, I didn't really want to reciprocate that being picked on to other hmm. people. I never picked on kids. Okay. The poop story is not me <laughs> picking on someone. What is it then? That's a more revenge. Revenge. I mean, annoyed. Well. Well, we can't talk about that. I mean, we're not going to tell the story. We're not going to talk about it vaguely to everybody else. So that just, uh, yeah, you know what's This going is on. like. No, but like, my brother, like, would always, like, beat the shit out of me. And, like, you know, I was the younger one. I was way, way smaller than my brother by probably, like, 100 pounds. Mm-hmm. But he, like, picked me up. And then throw me across the room and stuff like so. I grew up getting picked on and beat up by my brother, mm. and I'm not like saying that I like like the grr grr. Like I actually like appreciate it because it made me a stronger person, mm. way stronger person. And I honestly like when I met people that could kick my ass and stuff like that, I was never afraid of them. Yeah, because I knew that I could take the beating. You know. Yeah. Like, and that's probably why I never really got in very many fights is because like people got that vibe where like I wasn't scared of them like even if they could kick my ass i wasn't scared to get my ass kicked you know and that's well it's like a laughing scenario it's like you're not proving anything yeah exactly it was just like all right you you want to fight we'll fight whatever but like <laughs> maybe i will get my ass kicked maybe i won't but i'll get my punches in and you'll not feel good either and yeah usually bullies and people like that aren't used to getting hit and they don't like getting hit so what i've noticed somebody yeah. that will hit them that's Whether what or not they will lose or not, they'll back I've off. always noticed that, is that people that bully people, yeah. like go out of their way to pick on someone and fuck with them, yeah. are the kids that don't actually want to get into fights. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. They're, they're, I mean, bullies are honestly the biggest pussies in yeah. the world. All, and They go I, after the smallest person. Yeah, and they kind of do that to, to ward off everybody else. I mean, like, look what I can do to other people, right? Yeah. Like, but for me... It was like I don't care what you can do to me. You don't see those I know kids that picking I can, on the football players. Yeah, I could eventually do some damage to you. You're going to take damage. I know I'm going to take damage, but I'm used to it. I'm cool with that. So let's go, whatever. Yeah. And then that would always, you know, kind of translate to nothing happening. So that's why I, I kind of contribute that me growing up getting beat up and you know picked on by my brother actually helped me out in the long run. So I don't like looking on it as a bad thing. I never. I don't even know how that. I never came picked up. on my brother, which is weird, because I was the oldest kid. I never did that shit to my brother. There's yeah. only like a few times ever that I can even remember where me and my brother would actually fist fight each other, and him being like five <laughs> years younger than me. It was just like <laughs> it wasn't a fight. <laughs> it wasn't a fight. It'd be like you throw a couple things, but that's it. That's it. It wouldn't be like, hey, you're a faggot kind of thing. Yeah. So. Now you're going to get us kicked off the podcast now. God oh. damn. Now we're fucking homo. I shouldn't be saying that word? I don't know. <laughs> I feel like that's like That was a word thrown around my house a lot. All so. the time. Dude, when I was growing up, it was like a normal word and it didn't necessarily Dude, my that. parents called us that. Really? All the time. Oh, that was kind of bad. <laughs> yeah, never had my parents call me that. Oh, dude. <laughs> I thought that was normal until... All. No, that's not normal. <laughs> Okay, well, that explains why a lot of kids didn't allow to come back to our house. <laughs> so. <coughs> Dude, we are such on an awful... Dude, we, we, haven't, went on we a... haven't talked about brain scan for, like, the last 15 minutes. Okay. But the thing is, we like this movie. We do. We it's do not definitely. It's not Hellraiser 2. <laughs> Thank God it's not Hellraiser 2. 
And that's, I think, why we're going off on tangent. I feel like Hellraiser 2, we actually were so annoyed about that we stuck on stuck on the subject of just, like, this is not... Disappointment? Yeah, disappointment and going on like that. Whereas this, we're just, like, it's kind of like when you're at a party and things are happening and you're having fun, things, you know, yeah. go in different directions. And, like I said, this is, like, very nostalgia-filled. This kind of, like, yeah. brings you back to the 90s when we, totally were, we were this age. We yeah. were this fucking age. Yeah, the flannels everywhere. This part was also weird. This is very weird. Like, this part didn't make sense either. There's a few parts in the movie that didn't quite make sense. And me, I me, we, I think we were in agreement. We were both annoyed that his friend wasn't dead anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because his friend is basically a 15 year old heroin addict. Like, have you seen um, Fright Night, the original? Mm, I don't think I have. No. With the vampire. Uh uh-uh. uh Okay. Shit, dude. I told you, man. I haven't seen any. If you guys haven't listened to this podcast, I really haven't watched any horror movies before. Not too many. And then Clint has watched a whole lot, so... I know, but I can't, like, judge to know exactly what you've seen and haven't seen. I would say most horror movies, unless they're, like, the extremely popular ones, Friday the 13th. Which, you still haven't seen all of those. I've seen the first one. Friday the 13th. No, no, no. Jason's not even in I'm that sorry, one. I didn't see Friday the 13th. I don't know what I'm talking about. I saw Nightmare on Elm Street. Oh, my God. So I haven't actually... Dude, we should do a, a marathon of all ten movies. Oh, shit. I own that them That would all. be cool. Okay, we could take devote a whole day, watch all ten movies, and do a podcast at the end of it. Dude. Dude, that would be crazy. One to X, and then Freddy versus Jason at the end. I don't know if we could pay attention for that long, though. Oh, that minute. That'd be tough. Because if you're watching ten movies, you're talking about... A full day. That's like 20 yeah. hours. But I've done it. No, it. no. The Jason movies are like an hour and 15 minutes a piece. Really? All right. Well, still, that's like... It's not the Lord of the Rings trilogy, which I don't it's know why like I can't... 15 hours. I can't get anyone to ever want to watch all three of those in a row. What? The Lord of the Rings? Yeah. I'd do it. Dude. I like the Lord of the Rings. There's, yeah, but the unedited version, it's like, it goes from nine hours to like 13. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. Holy shit. Had you seen all the Hobbit ones too? Then you're 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 adding like another like the Hobbit ones. Yeah, all the Hobbit movies. Still. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. yeah. So it's so like you have to watch the Hobbit. And then it's the like twenty hours or some ones. shit. Yeah. That's anyway. Wow. Uh, so let's get into the the next the next big review on here. The last review. Okay. Uh, friend of the show, Robert Ebert. <laughs> <laughs> Ebert, uh, we love you, man. Yeah, Robert Robert Ebert. <laughs> Chicago Sun Times. Keep eating those cheeseburgers. <laughs> no, that was Siskel. Oh, okay. the fat fuck. He's well, dead. He's already dead. There you go. Cheeseburgers. Yep, I love cheeseburgers. Me too. Bacon cheeseburgers. Oh. Mm. Mm. Fuck. Like real bacon, you know the crispy stuff. Yeah. Oh, yes. Not that fake not, ass not shit. Not the freaking fast food bacon. Nuh uh Good bacon. Oh mm. my god. Put that on a burger. Delicious. Oh, put that in the burger. Peppered bacon. Break it up. Put it in the burger. Throw a little cheese in there. Have you eaten a burger that has cheese cooked in the middle? Yeah. It's fucking good. I think you made it for me, actually. Okay, maybe I did. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So, Robert, Roger, Roger Ebert, friend of the show, Mm -hmm. show. says, uh, in 2001, 2001, his review, brain scan is interesting, not so much because of the plot, Mm -hmm. the murders, and the trickster. Okay. 
as because of its portrait of a teenage boy leaving living at one removed from the world i didn't get that from the movie at all i don't either so this for me i feel like this is another guy who like we said should not be reviewing horror movies (laughs) and also this is another mixture with his old man persona doesn't understand the world of video games either yeah it makes sense he looked at this whole virtual reality, living in his room, playing a video game. I think he's looking too deep into it, right? Like, living at one world. world. Because he was home alone. He's isolated. Is that what it is? It's like, I agree that it was really fucking stupid for him not to, to get with that chick. Oh, my God. Like, we, we yelled, we yelled at him me. throughout the movie. Yeah. Because I've never had a girl just throw herself at me. Like, that girl was just, like, throwing herself at me. I mean, I've me. had a chick throw herself at me. But I've never had it to where she's coming to my house. That's what I'm talking about, man. Like, she's coming to your house and... Or well, she's, first of all, or she's, she's in the she's... window showing herself to you. And then she's coming to yeah. your house constantly. It's like, come come on. How, how are you not going to uh, give what is needed there? She's basically begging for you to fuck her. Yes. And you don't. Do it. I wasn't gonna say that, but yes. <laughs> I love how I love how you're like the clean one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm a lot less. Brett's clean, not the yeah. clean one in real life. Okay. <laughs> I was about to say like yeah, right here I'm kind of clean because when it comes out to like put it down to dude, the world, your mom's you, not gonna listen to this. I know that. Uh, that's just how I am. It's just like <laughs> I was raised. If you're gonna talk to other people, you'd be you know like this, this, and this. And then usually, that's why it takes me a long time to warm up to people. Yeah. Because I won't really show myself or, like, you know, be show me yourself, yeah. unless I, like, know who you are. Shouldn't be getting like naked in front of people, probably. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, hopefully not. The last police told me not to do that anymore, so. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Yeah. But anyways, like we were saying, I forgot what we were saying. Oh, yeah, the girl. Yeah, she, it was just bugging the crap out of me that he wasn't yeah. taking um, the Not hints, doing what needed to be the done. The hints, I'm going to say hints. It makes me mad that he was, like, so... He, he's either so, like, just completely out there where he doesn't understand the vibe she's throwing out, but yet he's master of stealth. Yeah, he totally is. You know, some, stuff that would put Metal Gear Solid <laughs> to shame. A cop standing Man, right if, above him if, showing a flashlight in the open... <laughs> Bush. If there's some ivy, he's got it down, man. <laughs> you cannot see the, Edward Furlong. He's he's hidden like beyond anything. He's he's the dirt basically. Yeah. As soon as he hit the ground, yeah. his stealth mode was a, <laughs> a, a, a his stealth perk was a hundred. Yep. With the tributes, he all yeah. up. His attribute, his sex appeal, like I said, was zero. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but all in all. Pretty good movie, right? I think it is a movie that if you have never seen it or haven't seen it in a long time, it's a must-watch. A must-watch. And especially if you were a kid in that time era where you're going to understand and appreciate more seeing fucking floppy drive disk computers. It's awesome. I, I, I love that because, I mean, I grew up where floppy drives, you know, the big ones, the I forgot what those were called, but they were like, you know... What the world was that like? Almost six inches. Across? Yeah, it was, it was like it was either the you either had the Apple II or like the IBM 
Yeah, because there was the, the the smaller floppies and the, the bigger the smaller floppies weren't actually floppy; they were actually sturdy, right? Yeah. And then the bigger floppies that were actually floppy, and you'd have to have like six or seven of those for like yeah. one one program, basically. Mm-hmm. And I remember that just like putting those in, and then you would uh, put that thing down that actually had the the little I don't know what you call that. Yeah, there was like an actual like little hook knob thing. thing. Yeah, you would click it in there, and then like you would hear it reading, it would yep. you know make all this noise and stuff. I remember that. It was uh, so watching that and having all that stuff in that movie was just like bring back a lot of memories back in the day. Like the when when we had computer class, like when I was I don't know second grade or whatever. Like mm-hmm. those the computers were all those all those games. Yeah, and they were all apples too. And they were all uh, all the the command text box. You know, you you'd have to do command. Walk. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so the King's Quest games were, yeah. Yeah. Pick or Oregon up, Trail. Pick up key Oregon Trail, yeah. Yeah, dysentery. <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, when CDs came out. That was huge. That was huge. Like, PlayStation. Yeah. You didn't need all those floppies anymore. You could take one CD and it would replace, like, ten floppies. It was mm-hmm. great. Yeah. Awesome. Doom. Very, very I mean, solid. Doom. Doom. The, the original Doom game was all, like on floppy and it was like nine floppies yeah and then when doom came out it was on one cd <laughs> on playstation yep which is an awesome game too Doom yeah. was great still is great i play it still yeah. when i get drunk <laughs> it's all right I'm not doom 2 is better I'm not huge into first person shooters anymore but you should doom is pretty good you should get into doom. you should play doom eternal yeah, that actually looked pretty cool. It is. I've seen, I've seen you play it a little sick. bit and seen some commercials. It looks pretty cool, actually. It's sick. I saw one, uh, I forgot where I saw it, but some dudes were playing it on uh, 1,000 FPS, frames per second. Mm-hmm. They were playing Doom Eternal on that, and they had to keep on pouring this uh, liquid uh, nitrogen. To keep the ship from heating up. Yeah, so they were, they were playing on 1,000 FPS, and they kept on having to... <laughs> Pour all this. Uh, You're gonna have to show me that. Yeah, that sounds hilarious. It's pretty funny, yeah. Because uh, when, like, when the Doom 2016 came out and it was on PS4, dude, and I would stream it, it sounded like my PS4 was gonna have a nuclear <laughs> meltdown. It was like you you could audibly hear it in the microphone as I was playing. Like, do you guys hear that? And all you're hearing is, Rrrr! yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking about. <laughs> My computer does that sometimes. Uh-oh. Dude, my computer does that sometimes now when I'm editing. Oh, really? It's that old. Well, you're, yeah, that's an old one right there. That's almost 10 years old. Dude, it's 2013. Yeah. That's <laughs> eight years old. Yeah. That's that's like ancient for computers. I know. That's what I did the original YouTube videos on. Yeah, I'm doing a, them still. You need to get another one. Yeah. Eventually. It just costs a lot of money. Yeah. Money which in which we can maybe afford if you guys want to donate to our our cause. Yeah, buy our calendar. It's us naked, so it's <laughs> wonderful. <laughs> yes, there's a a tasteful spread in February's spread where, where Brett's wearing the Jason Voorhees mask over his junk. Yeah. And then there's one special one where it's just on my face and nothing else, so <laughs> That's a pleasure. <laughs> the December one's a real treat. Mm-hmm. Brett's bent over, and there's the Freddy 
Kruger glove up his, you know. Santa sack. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, guys, uh, we. I mean, I hope you guys enjoyed this this episode because we both enjoyed this movie. Yeah, definitely. Um, we definitely went on a lot of different directions with this, but I think it's because this movie is so... It, it is a time period, almost, piece. Yeah, definitely. I think that's kind of what spurred off the, the kind of tangents. This stuff is... We saw different things in the movie that made us think about that time period, and then we would talk about different things that reminded us of that, you know? It dusted off a lot of shit that I had forgotten about. Not just when I did the research and I was like, oh my god, these PC games I forgot I played. It was just that you're seeing shit that I haven't seen in 20 plus years. Yeah. And it's, it just dusts off memories of being in fucking elementary school and your thoughts of, wow, this is what technology is in the future and... Still better than Bixby, apparently. <laughs> If any of you, if you have a galaxy out there, the, what do you call that? The AI in this movie. Yeah, the, it's Igor. The AI. voice recognition in this movie is way better than Bixby is on the It's better than and Siri on my iPhone. Uh, I feel like Siri's a lot better than the Bixby, but whatever. <laughs> Why is it Bixby? Is it like a... It's the company that Samsung bought. Is it Australian? The original Samsung uh, voice recognition was so bad that Samsung had to go out and buy a company for the voice recognition AI. And this is what we get. That's how I dude. I, I'm going to test my phone right now to see if it can do exactly what Edward Furlong's did, where it says "Don't take calls," like block calls. Uh-huh. Ready? Hey Siri. Uh huh. Block calls. You'll need to unlock your iPhone first. She's a, she's Australian, by the way. Apparently. I like Australian accent. I found at least 25 calls. A call from Nathan Dayton at 6.53 p.m. No, I want... No, Siri, stupid. I said, I want you to block call, stupid. Don't... Siri. Hey, Siri. Dumb bitch. So it's not just me. Hey, Siri. Uh-huh? Do not take any more calls tonight. You'll need to unlock your iPhone Yo, first. you... S- I didn't find any calls. Fuck you, You're Siri. fucking retarded. Yeah. Remember when we were driving that one time and I was fucking yelling at my phone? <laughs> <laughs> just to play a song. Yeah, that's because I, I had literally spent an hour before that talking to You asked to, to play chop suey or something. Yeah, just like, just a random, yeah. No, there are no sushi restaurants around here. <laughs> God damn, man. You're paying $1,000 and this is what we get. Siri, can you play chop suey? Hey, Siri. Hey, Siri. Mm-hmm. Hey Siri. Hi Forest. <laughs> Can you play chop suey? Can you play chop suey? She's just ignoring Fuck me you, now. Siri. She's a typical female. <laughs> All females <laughs> ignore me. Anyway, brain scan episode five, dude. Five weeks. Five weeks. Five podcasts. When I thought we were doing this bi-weekly. Now. Pretty good. This is this is the part where I'm gonna put in the timestamp. 
for our YouTube audience because okay. I can't do it on the podcast or on the pod, you know, on iTunes. I'll want to fast forward to, but uh, we have a little bit of a of shit to talk about here. Oh, okay. So we're going to get into it. Right, let's do it. And I have some shit I really, really found interesting this week. Well, our our podcast being we recorded our first episode the last week of December. Yeah. Yeah. Um we recorded the podcast and I think I called you even like a week or two before that just to discuss recording this podcast. Yeah. And we were first episode we even have a fucking name. We didn't have a fucking name. You're, on you're right, episode. we didn't. We just were like we were actually spitballing names mm-hmm. on the podcast. And then we came up with Dubai Midnight for the obvious reasons of the blockbuster video thing that we talked about. Right. And I made the fucking website. I spent the day doing all the shit to get the shit for the website, the social media, all of our stuff for our podcast up. And then the other day when I get the notification that the two week verification process had finally gone through for iTunes, I look it up. I see our podcast up there. And then what did I see underneath our podcast? Another podcast with our fucking name underneath it. Do by midnight. Word do, for word. Do by midnight. Word for word. Did not fucking exist before. You know why? Because me and Brett have integrity. <laughs> we have integrity and we do not plagiarize. When me and Brett were spitballing names back and forth and we... We're looking up names like, well, maybe this name will work. Maybe this name will work. First thing I did, look on fucking iTunes yeah. to see if the name was fucking Does already it taken. Does it already exist? Does it it's exist? like you're going for a band name and you're wondering if any other band has that, right? Right. Well, I look at it, one episode of this other podcast, and it was recorded last week. So by then we've had, what, four? We're, four yeah. Four we're weeks we're planning on four our fifth episode already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And <clears throat> so I look up this podcast guy that created this stuff. And I look up his webs- website that he also registered with our same name, but doesn't own the actual domain. He well, owns... Because you do, or we do, right? Yeah, we or do. You? We own the actual midnight.com which is the real domain for our podcast. He owns the dashed version. What if, if if you look online of what copyright is, and if we were to somehow pursue this, which we're not going to, we don't have the money to do stupid shit like that, or time. <laughs> but it says, if you have a website that has dashes in your name, you don't own that shit. Really? It does. It does say that. <clears throat> so, being diplomatic about this, maybe this guy just didn't know. Reasonable people. I find the guy on Instagram. I message him. I say, some very, very politely. Hey. I did actually like. I was impressed by the way you approached him. Mm-hmm. Just knowing how you, I fly off the handle. Normally approached. Yeah, exactly. Like. You know, in the past, how you would probably normally approach a person that did something like this. Well, there's would probably be a little bit more insulting and less diplomatic (laughs) about the whole process. There's a difference between having a person physically in front of you. Yeah. 
and having to go through someone on the internet that you can't get a hold of. <laughs> so, <laughs> even though I, I do admit, over time, I'm, I'm older now. You've matured. I've matured a little. A little. I'm not going to fight someone over a fucking pool, <laughs> pool table at a bar anymore. <laughs> I'm a salmon shirt guy. <laughs> oh yeah, this, that was your guy, the that salmon was, shirt mine, guy. Yeah. What the, don't try to put salmon shirt man on me. The, 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 the pool table thing was the guy saying, "I'm I'm claiming your guys' pool table. You were playing on? Fuck no, you're not." Anyway, uh, <laughs> I diplomatically reached out to him. I was polite. I said, hey, I'm not trying to be a dick. We had this podcast. I saw that you had the same podcast name. Whatever, we were here first. Blah, blah, blah. Even in a nicer way. I'm not going to disclose direct messages because, again, I'm not a piece of shit. I'm not going to disclose a direct message until it comes to that. When it needs to come to that. Mm-hmm. Well, the response I got was basically a polite, fuck you. Right? I showed the message to you. How would you take that message? I would have taken that message as, um, yeah, I saw that you had that name, but I decided that I was going to take the name too. And yeah. that's basically what he said. It was like Openly admitted that he saw that our podcast existed, saw that we own the domain yeah, he for admitted, the podcast. He straight up admitted, oh yeah, you had the name before us, you've been here longer than before us, but we thought of the name back in November. And like, what is that? Like, you have no proof or anything doesn't about matter that, right it doesn't even matter if you don't actually have anything up on the internet it doesn't matter if it's in your head or not i could have thought of the the idea five years right. ago well like i said this guy basically gave me a polite go fuck yourself and openly admitted that saw that we existed saw that we already a month ahead yeah took the name anyway and it's telling me that we're not going to change the shit. And not to mention that is now creeping on my IG, on my Instagram, watching my Instagram stories and things like that. Not following me. I don't know if this guy's aware that I can see anyone that watches my Instagram stories. Um, because I have a public figure Maybe profile. Maybe just finds you cute. You're cute. <laughs> I think it's because he's a coward. And I also think it's because he's a plagiarist. I think this guy, because he knew openly that we had this shit already, thought that it was going to go unnoticed. Why would else would you do that when there's no other podcast like that? Think that it would go unnoticed. The guy directly contacts you. And then you tell him, no, you're not going to do it? After admitting that you knew it? I'm not sure why he wouldn't even change his name. Because he said, well, it's, I'm just doing this podcast for a small group of my friends. And what's the big deal about changing your name a little bit? Exactly. That See, that was the point where when I messaged you, messaged you about the stuff, that was the thing that kind of grinded my gears to where the, the <laughs> little... The little twinge of the angry part of me started wanting to come out yeah. and I want to be like well are you fucking stupid then like if you don't have anyone listening to your shit and you just started and this is for your friends change your fucking name 
You didn't make this shit. We did. And you're trying right now, you telling me you're not going to change it. You see that our fucking analytics are better than yours. And you're trying to ride on ours as a new podcast. Go fuck yourself is what I wanted to write to the guy. (laughs) (laughs) But you didn't. I didn't. So that was good. Because guess what? It's not going to do anything. Yeah. He can just tell me to fuck myself again, and nothing's going to come of it. So now I'm just going to let the guy creep on our social media, because he's going to keep doing it, obviously. He's been doing it all week. And, uh, I don't know, man. Plagiarism. So, I had to... First, you weren't mad about it. I wasn't, because I was just like, eh, whatever. He's a, like, school-based managing your time top type podcast so I put it on my mind as a different genre and then I got a text from you later because I went on Spotify and I was just like let's look up Dubai Midnight and I typed in Dubai just to see what would pop up you know because it kind of completes it for you Mm -hmm. and then his podcast pops up right and Mm -hmm. ours doesn't so I'm just like well why doesn't our podcast pop up but his does and that's kind of sucks because if people do try to find Dubai Midnight if you're lazy like me, you type in as least amount as possible and pop, the first thing that pops up is what you're going to think of, you know, going on. And it's because of what I, I texted you originally. It's, it's the SEO principles and it's Google Analytics. It's all about the algorithm. And this is why I got so irritated when he openly admitted that he took the name after knowing that we had it. And refused to change it after we already have a presence you know by our second episode yeah we already when you're a month into it that's a pretty good amount of time when you're in four episodes but but when you're in your second when we're in our second episode and we already have over a hundred listeners in our second episode and this is some like bullshit little podcast where some kid's going to steal what you're what you're doing because he's a college student for his friends. It it pisses me off to the point where it's like, dude, you're a fucking plagiarist copying what we're doing you're, to get you're exactly copying yeah our name that we have up there. You're trying yeah. to confuse the algorithm in your favor. And the fact that you're telling me that you know it and you did it anyway. Shows me that you have no fucking integrity to begin with. So. But he doesn't necessarily need to have integrity. Like, nothing's going to happen, right? There's no consequences. Where there's no consequences, you do whatever you want. Correct. Except, you look like a fucking chode. Like, <laughs> chode. do you not have any... When I was in college, I took journalism, right? And, like, one of the main things of journalism is you do not fucking plagiarize. It destroys your credibility of creating anything. Anything. Whether it be a book, anything. You have no credibility at that point. You plagiarize one thing, your credibility is done. And someone that's trying to start a podcast, whether it be for entertainment purposes like ours, or someone that's trying to make some sort of bullshit college thing where somehow you can't manage your time while you're in college... No one fucking manages their time in college, all right? <laughs> so shut the fuck up. You're yeah, a man, college your you're is... a college student that can't even come up with original ideas and you're trying to make a management fucking thing. Fuck you. Shut up. 
So I guess that's the, the drama that we have in this week. Yeah. I mean, as far as drama goes, it's not that horrible, but no, still stupid. No, it is stupid and annoying. Imagine you, you, it'd be like someone ripping your, my YouTube videos off of my channel, creating a channel with the same name and uploading them. Just overdubbing their voice over yours. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's just as annoying. Yeah, definitely. Well, especially because we had that name for a while and then when they decided to put that name up, they saw our name. And then they decided to go ahead and continue with their name, even though that there's a name like that out there anyways. Yeah, not uh, not classy. Not classy. I fucking hate plagiarism. Dude. Yeah. I hate plagiarists, idea. and I feel like they are just like... Well, because it's just they're just, the lowest of the... Just, they're, they're worse than paparazzi. Because you're weak mentally, right? You can't even come up with your own thing. You yeah. You take somebody else's stuff. They're worse than paparazzi, in my opinion. Paparazzi, at least, you, they they will fucking kill each other to get a picture. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? They don't fucking just oh steal someone's SD card and say these are my pictures. <laughs> <laughs> this is Mike. <laughs> oh, this is Mike. Have you ever seen those memes where where like it's two like stick figures and they talk to each other and one guy says this is mine and then the guy other guy takes it and then turns around and says this is mine. It's basically it. the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Well. I think there we go there we go episode number five brain scan not a horror movie but a good movie but I I liked it we haven't done our last part of our job yet what's our last part of our job what are we going to watch next oh yeah we haven't actually talked about that at all I mean we went from The Fly Texas Chainsaw Hellraiser 1 and 2 yeah to brain scan yeah a killer video game I I want to watch a horror movie. You know, like Hellraiser was. Like I said, that was a horror movie. You want to watch, watch like, something like, uh, like, like a serious horror movie, like, like a dem- demons or something like slasher. You know, the classic type horror movie where it's scary. Uh, it could even be a little bit comic. I don't know, but something that is more horror oriented. You know, well, like Evil Dead. Evil Dead. I like you. Yeah, let's watch Evil Dead. I love Evil Dead. The first movie. No, let's watch the second one. If we're watching too. it, yeah, because I think we're gonna have a a, a guest speaker. Dude, if next we're gonna week. okay, so gonna, I'll, think, I'll put it out here. The idea we had for the, the Jason movies. Yeah. If we're gonna do Evil Dead, we we're gotta do we gotta two. do the trilogy. And three. We so the new our, the one we saw in theaters too. No, no, that's the remake. Okay. I'm talking about Army of Darkness. Oh, yeah. So we watch Evil Dead and then Army of Darkness. No, Evil Dead. See, this is great. The Evil people, Dead. the people are screaming at the radios right now. <laughs> Evil Dead. Yeah. Evil Dead Two: Dead by Dawn. Army of Darkness oh, is, see, yeah, is Evil Dead Three. Evil Dead Two. Then yeah, it's. I actually saw Army of Darkness and then Evil Dead. The remake? No, the first one. And then I saw the remake with you. So that's like how I, I watched it all. Dude, the, it, the remake was fucking good. I liked the remake, yeah. And there were so many like little Easter egg throwbacks to the original. I remember grabbing you in the theater like, oh my god, 
you're saying this line. You're like, Man, I don't know what you're talking I'm about. I'm just going to the theater. I know. <laughs> Dude, we had a good time when we went to the theaters. We did. When when the downtown mall was like open, we had some fun times was, going up there. What the fuck was that bar underneath the River's, theater? Uh, River, River's, River City Brewing. Dude. Those oak beers or whatever the fuck they were called, those wow. oak tree beer things they that were, were like freaking big, like the liters. Yeah, the liters. but they were like twenty five percent alcohol or some <laughs> shit. <laughs> yeah, those were, those Dude, that times. was I will. I went to piss that time we were there. That I think it was the last time we were there before they tore it down. And I went to the bathroom to take a piss, and there was some crazy dude in the bathroom, <laughs> and I was like so fucking wasted that me and you had like a discussion going on about uh steve jobs and fucking uh <laughs> how do you remember that because because the i wouldn't remember it if this fucking crazy thing didn't happen <laughs> in the bathroom we were having this this conversation at the bar about steve jobs and uh fucking wozniak okay and so like how steve jobs uh chode and wozniak did yeah work? yeah yeah Sounds like something we yeah talking about. and i was like taking a piss and I was like working out the stuff we were talking about in my mind and I guess I was like talking to myself and the dude in the bathroom <laughs> the dude in the bathroom came in <laughs> and there's like four stalls yeah or four urinals he goes to the one next to me as I'm like sitting here talking to myself That's a crime in itself. yeah it, it's don't ever do that if you're a man first of all you don't go to the the one right next to another dude anyway he asked me he's like what what are you talking about i heard steve jobs <laughs> and i'm like that now i'm like weirded out but i'm trying to pee so i play it off i'm like well me and my friend are talking about whether like is steve jobs or fucking wozniak this or whatever and all of a sudden the guy screamed what? he screamed like a high-pitched woman scream that would happen in a movie are you taking a piss while he's screaming or yeah and then he ran out of the bathroom. And that's what happened? Like, yeah. No reason why he's screaming. No. <laughs> like, I am I was taking a piss, oh, and it fucking, like, startled me. He, like, just screamed like a woman and ran out of the bathroom. Downtown Sacramento for you. But he wasn't, like, a homeless dude. It was just, like... Just some dude. Some dude. That's pretty funny. That's why I remember that. It's so fucking weird. Yeah, that is weird as hell. And completely on topic for brain scan, so... Well, whatever. <laughs> whatever. Anyway, guys, I hope you enjoyed this episode. Yeah. We'll see you on the next episode when we record Evil Dead. Yeah, let's go with uh, Army of Darkness, I guess. Army of Darkness. I think Army of Darkness would be a good I think it's, for Nathan. It is one of my personal favorites. That's one of my favorites, yeah. Dude, okay. Well, I'll talk about Evil Dead later. I can go... On and on about Evil Dead. Yeah. Obviously. Well, Army of Darkness is like the comedy version of Evil Dead. So. The whole Evil Dead 2 is the extreme comedy. I don't think I've seen Evil Dead 2 then. Because Army of Darkness is... Army of Darkness is when he goes back in time. Too. To the Knights. And the one where he goes... King Arthur. Ah, you know, King he, Arthur. He's yeah. saying is... Klaatu! Parata! Nerd! <laughs> 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 Yeah. Evil Dead 2 is where he's still in the cabin. Oh. That's where he cuts his hand off for the chainsaw. So Evil Dead 1, he doesn't cut his hand off? No. No. Well, I, got, <laughs> I got the whole series messed up in my head, then. I love it because...
first one's great too. All right, so what are we doing? Evil Dead Two or Army of Darkness? Well, Evil Dead Two. Evil Dead Two. Yeah. Okay, let's do it. All right, Evil Dead Two. Yeah, looking forward to it. Me too, especially because I'm gonna gush like crazy <laughs> over this one. Gosh. It's gonna be like a fanboy. Yeah. I'm just gonna like jizz out all over this movie and the franchise. Do a lot of jur- journalism all over it. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, guys. Later. <laughs> <laughs>